I felt like a failure, like I felt I had failed in life. I started life in a quite a privileged position. Like I, I'm daughter of migrants from Malaysia and they invested a lot in me. They invested a lot in education. I went to a private girls school my entire life. I started my career off as a pharmacist. I was a health professional to start with. And I felt like all my decisions I had made from then on were the wrong ones. How did I end up being like a single mum, unemployed, next to homeless? What did I do with my life? I've just squandered it. That's how I felt. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dreading Sundays. My name is Daniel K. Chung, and in today's episode, I'm bringing to you from Victoria, Australia, Crystal Wrong, who is, well, I'm going to let her describe who she is and what she does. So say hi, Crystal. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, Daniel. Thanks for having me. Now, before we begin, you, you actually sent me a message beforehand and while before we recorded, <laughs> you were wondering, were you good enough to be on this show or were you the right fit? Why? Why did you have that question? Um, I guess I wasn't sure what you were looking for, to be honest. Um, I think your call out was for, I don't know, people of color in SEO. Um, I think that was it. And then I saw the other guests on your um, on the list, and I just had this huge imposter syndrome because there was like directors of you know SEO and Shopify and you know other highly ranked people, and I don't feel like I'm one of those, but I am, you know, I am in SEO and I am a person of color. So yeah, look, I just thought I'd ask and see if uh, yeah, see if you'd be interested. Well, you definitely are in SEO and you are a person of colour and you are quite accomplished. So why don't you tell us what you do and how you have reached where you are? Um, so I um, started a business called Sky Blue Search three and a half years ago. Um, so I'm an SEO consultant. I'm based in Melbourne. Um, so I work for myself with uh, a virtual assistant in um, the Philippines. So yeah, I take on my own clients. Um, yeah, so I've yeah I've been an SEO freelance SEO for about three and a half years. Okay, so you've left out some important bits that we we were chatting about when we were not recording, mm. and that is that journey and how that well how your foray into SEO actually began, and it wasn't that easy, right? No, it definitely wasn't that easy. I started in an I started in SEO at a very tumultuous time in my life. So I decided that I I'd done about a year of SEO learning SEO because I was working for a marketing client, um, and I finally decided SEO was the only thing that I wanted to do because I I just really enjoyed it and I thought this is all I want to do. I don't want to do any other marketing. Um, so I decided I'd, I'd go out on my own and I'd take on clients just for SEO. Um, and I started with zero clients. Um, and then a couple of months later, my relationship broke down and I became a single mum. So it was a pretty um, terrifying time in my life. I had, you know, I had this baby to look after. She was two years old at the time. 
um, I had, I was basically unemployed. I was, I had, I was apparently self-employed, but I had no clients. So I was unemployed, single mom. I had to move out of home. Look, I was two steps away from being homeless. And if I didn't move in back in with my mom, if I didn't have that choice, you know, who knows what would have happened. Um, and that was how I started in SEO. That was the time I actually started in SEO. Um, yeah. So it was, it was terrible. It was actually really tough. It was a hard time. Um, but look, three and a half years later, um, it's been a journey. Um, and I can happily say that, you know, I've, I feel like I've done the right thing. Um, I feel like at last, you know, life is working out well and I'm on the right track in terms of life and in terms of career-wise as well. So, yeah, look, I mean, I, if that's – is that accomplished? I'm not sure, but, you know, I'm on a journey. We're all on that journey. And <laughs> I want to explore that a little bit further, but let's anchor your achievement right now, and that is – there is a nice little number that you revealed to me. Are you are you open to revealing it right now? Yeah, what? sure. Like, I mean, this year I broke 100K in net profit. And, I mean, 100K, I, I know to a lot of people is, look, absolutely nothing, right? I mean, it's, it's most, a lot of people I know that, you know, we're earning way more than that. But to me, you know, three and a half years ago when I started, it was just a dream. It was something I wouldn't even dare to dream to be earning this much in SEO as an SEO consultant. So, yeah, look, I mean, I think, you know, that's right. I mean, it is an anchor. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> like I, I just want to illustrate how far you've come. And, and I would say for most people listening, and for most people, 100K is a lot of money. When we're not that one percent, I don't think that one percent is listening to my humble little podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Like I see all your other guests, and I think surely they've got to be earning more than that. I think you know yeah, a lot yeah, of people. But, but are. you said you said a hundred k net profit. Like mm. I was at the agency, I was on a hundred and thirty, hundred and sixty k ex super. But after tax, that that's not that's just a hundred k. So that's mm. a huge achievement that you have actualized for yourself. So now that we've dropped that huge anchor of, hey, Crystal's actually really accomplished, let's walk through <laughs> three and a half years ago, your relationship has broken down. You have mm. a two-year-old. Mm -hmm. You've moved back in home. Mm -hmm. Your state of mind is probably not great. No. What were the, like, how did you get through that? And it, and it didn't take overnight, obviously. Walk no. us through how you, I don't know, even know what the no. words to say, but take yeah. it away. Oh, thank you. Um. Yeah, no, I wasn't in a good state at all, actually. Like, as you can imagine, you know, my world had just fallen apart. Um, I had no financial security. There was so many things to look after. You know, my daughter was, as, you, as I said, still a baby. Um, I was really anxious. Um, and, you know, I went through a period, those first few months, I actually couldn't work. I was so anxious. Um and there was just so many things to deal with, you know. I had to, you know, pay for lawyers and stuff and um, deal with them, which was really stressful. Um, yeah, and, you know, I, I felt like a failure. Like I felt I had failed in life. I started life in a quite a privileged position. Like I, I'm a daughter of migrants from Malaysia and, you know, they invested a lot in me. They invested a lot in 
education, I went to a private girls' school my entire life. I started my career off as a pharmacist. I was a health professional to start with. And I felt like all my decisions I had made from then on were the wrong ones. And I had ended up being this, how did I end up being like a single mum, unemployed, next to homeless? What did I do with my life? I've just squandered it. That's how I felt. Um, yeah, I don't, like I wasn't, I don't think I was very kind to myself. Like, I, I don't know, I just, I just thought I was a terrible failure, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's, Sort of, I had to kind of claw my way out of that, you know. Um, the, the shining light, to be honest, the shining light during that time is, it was SEO. <laughs> Sounds really nerdy. <laughs> Sounds really nerdy to say, but I had come across this thing because I had changed my career so many times. Like I, like I said, I started off in pharmacy, but then um, I'd sort of been looking for what I actually wanted to do after I quit pharmacy. So I'd gone into sales. I'd gone into pharmaceutical sales. Um, I worked for a rangewood company in sales and business development. So really random stuff. Um, I worked in marketing, but I didn't, couldn't really grasp where I was going or what I wanted. I just knew it wasn't that. Um, and so yeah, eventually I got into SEO. I got this taste for SEO and I realised this is what I've been looking for. And, yeah, I mean, during that time, like even when I was like at my darkest point, I kind of realised I've actually found what I want to do with my career. And that was, you know, uh, I, that was a starting point. And I realised this is I, this is what I can work on. Um yeah, so I started actually taking on clients, um, very, you know, very cheap and very any kind of client that I could get my hands on at the start, really, um, just to get some money and to get some experience, and it started from there. Incredible. What would the now crystal tell the crystal three and a half years ago? <laughs> what would I tell her? Um, I would say trust yourself. Um, I think that's really hard to do sometimes, but there is a voice. I've tried to hone listening to that voice more and more over the last few years because I think that voice is knows. That voice is right, <laughs> but sometimes you don't hear it. And some, I, I was never like, you know, there was that voice that sort of told me, I, I, this is not right for you. Try something else. Try something else. Try something else. And in the end, that voice was correct. Um, and there was something out there. Um, that was correct. Like working for myself in SEO is what I feel like I was meant to do, but it only took me 15 years to find it outside, out of uni. Um, yeah, so I think I would tell her, like, I mean, I think she really needed to know, you know, trust yourself. <laughs> and I feel as though like that voice has been there for quite some time. Like you, you kind of realise pharmacy wasn't for you and then you went on mm. this journey through sales, through yeah. volunteer work, through more sales, mm. and then something else, and then something else. Yes. And now yes. you found it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's right. I mean, that voice sort of says, you know, this is not right. These, these are the things you like, but you don't, you know, I, I feel like I was edging towards SEO. 
So I started in pharmacy, which is nothing related to SEO. And I know I've heard, you know, that you started in health as well, which is interesting because a lot of people moving out of health, it seems. <laughs> well, that's because of COVID. Very different. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> and, and, and mainly oh, because no recently. one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, but that's all I know. Uh, I mean, I, I studied speech pathology, yeah. never really practiced, mm. went into the workforce in glorified admin slash management, mm. and then uh, found wedding photography, did that for 10 mm-hmm. years. Wow. Somewhere along the line, yeah, somewhere along mm. there, I decided I wanted to do an MBA. Mm. The whole side story of having an ex who then wanted me to move to Singapore. <laughs> Thankfully, that didn't work out. <laughs> At the time, I wasn't so thankful. Like that was like mm. that was my darkest period. But that was also my own personal journey through the depths of shit mm-hmm. to figure out who I am and yes. what I didn't like. Yep. And then I found SEO, and and it's, oh, here it's, we are. Here we, we are. The Holy Grail. <laughs> it seems. <laughs> I mean, what 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 captured you about this thing called search engine optimization? <laughs> yeah. Um. What captured me? I really like it because I feel like it combines a lot of things together. Like you need a bit of. You need a bit of like analytical thinking. You need to be quite creative. And I think if you work for yourself, like you need to be, you know, extra creative because like no one is telling you what to do. Like you've got to figure it out yourself. How do you make money? Um, And I kind of like that. And I kind of realised that I've liked that for a long time. I remember when I was a kid, I used to admire people who did a course and then went on to do something completely different. And only now I think about back then, that I admired people and I, I subconsciously I, I must have been doing that too because I did a course and now I'm doing something completely different. Um, yeah, like, I mean, rather than having someone tell you what to do, I think I, I don't like being told what to do. So I think that's what I like about it. <laughs> okay. So now you have your own business. You're an SEO consultant, mm. Sky Blue Search. What is... How do you attract the right type of client? The right kind of client? Um, mm. It's um, a process. I think um, at the start, like I said, I was taking on anyone. Um, I did that um, to get a lot of experience and because I needed to, honestly. I mean, I just took on anyone because I needed the money. Um, but then after a while, you get experience about what sort of clients you like and what sort of what sort of businesses and sites work with SEO because not all not all um, businesses will work. Um, and then I think as you get more established and more experienced, you get a network of people, and you get known for what you do. I think, yeah. Like I have, you know, a number of web developers that I've worked with and copywriters. Um, I'm in a, a business group, um, K-Tunes business group. You know K-Tune. Um, she was my – she was how I started in SEO, actually. I did her course, her amazing course. I'll give her a plug. <laughs> um, yeah, and then you sort of just get known for what you do and people start referring clients to you. And, you know, I have the – 
um, have the freedom to sort of pick now, which is good. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's hard at the start, I think, because like when you're taking on everyone, then sometimes you take on clients that it doesn't work for, or it's not a good fit, and they're a pain to work with. Um, but it's all experience, I think. Yeah, I think you need to go through that. We sure do. Mm. Like I was again, you know, ten years wedding photographer mm. at the very beginning. Even sometimes towards the end, <laughs> yeah. ten year career, you still yeah. take on work that you shouldn't. Yes. That voice in your head is telling you red flags, red flag, yeah. red flag. But yeah. but hey, maybe even if it's just an extra three k this month, yeah, I know. you know, it's hard to say no you, to sometimes. Then you realize that three k was totally not worth it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've I lost can, like yeah. <laughs> I can imagine with weddings, uh, you know, people are under pressure. Like, it would be very stressful. Yeah. Very. You become a, a problem solver. I mean, that's why I enjoy SEO. You are. Mm. You mm-hmm. have to be curious. You have to be good that's at right. communicating. You mm. have to be good at actually solving problems. And, mm. and wedding photography prepared me in a way. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine painting the ass lines under, under a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> at what point did you... Well, looking back retrospectively, do you mm. think you started to get that financial security? Financial security? Mm. Uh, I would say not that long ago, maybe six months ago, I started to become a lot more picky with the clients that I take on. I actually stopped taking on clients six months ago. Um, I had experienced um, huge growth during the lockdown actually and I was just my daughter was at home during the lockdown because she couldn't go to school and um, I wasn't working you know very much at all I was working a few hours a day because I couldn't work Um, and I had taken on so many clients it was just really stressful so I just needed to stop taking on clients and get my processes better make sure these clients were getting their money's worth um, you know, doing all the things for these clients. Um, and, yeah, like figuring out the direction that I wanted to take as well. Um, yeah, so I think, I think, yeah, I would say that I was feeling a bit more comfortable about six months ago to stop taking on clients. Prior to that, I was like, you know, client after client after client. Um, I was taking on one client every month pretty much. Did anything like change in your mindset or was this just after essentially three years of mm. grinding it out, yeah. it's just become this way or, or did you actively mm. change your approach? I did, yeah. I, I feel like I changed from a survival mindset to a thrive mindset. Yeah, it was a huge change in me actually. Um because I, I had been surviving for the three years. I was literally sprinting um, away from this dark hole that I was in. And, yeah, I, I finally felt like, you know, I can stop. I can stop sprinting. I, I'm actually feeling quite, you know, fine. Like I'm feeling quite comfortable and life's good now actually. Um, so, yeah. Do you remember I, I, that day? Do you remember that day? I remember that. Of that realisation? Yeah, I remember that week. It was the week after Christmas, so it was Christmas last year. I was actually in this place. This is the place that I come to. Um, it's actually not far from my place, but it's in the hills. It's actually outside of Melbourne. It's sort of in outside of Melbourne. Um, and I do this 
you know, little work conference with myself. <laughs> so I sit here and I think about work and I think about, you know, what are my goals for the next six months? Like what do I want to achieve? What direction do I want to take? How am I going to do that? Um, so it really literally is a work conference, but I just do it by myself. Um, and, yeah, I think it was that week, I mean, that I switched um, into this, yeah, like not taking on clients. It was actually that that switched me um, and, I don't know, just allowing myself to not take on clients. Maybe there's it. something magical and feng shui about this AMB <laughs> place. They should Maybe. put it into their description. Yeah, yeah. It's perfect for work conferences, especially when you're on your own. It's actually high up in the mountains, so I don't know. Is that <laughs> good? Oh, is, are you in the Macedon Ranges? Or no, no, no. It's like the Dandenong Ranges. It's the Dandenong Ranges. It's only half an hour from my house, but it's just a nice place to get away. Very cool. Mm. Like I remember... Um, like this is many, like maybe 10 years ago when I was going through all that stuff. Mm. Uh, my catalyst was actually a podcast called Entrepreneur on Fire. Mm. And one of the guest speakers, he said, do you love yourself or, or something along those lines? And mm. and I just started crying when I was driving oh. home because I'd realized that I was running away from all this stuff. I had all these shame triggers I hadn't resolved yeah. yet. Like, yeah. And and that was kind of my moment. Oh wow! But, you know, moving from scarcity to abundance—it's it, not as easy as going. Yeah, I'm going to think everything is fine. It, mm. It's not. Mm. The next day, and the day after that, and the months after that, mm. are still going to be a bit shit. Mm. But eventually, mm. I think from your story, we can definitely say that eventually you get there. It is, as you said from the very beginning of this episode, it's a mm. journey. Mm, it's a journey. It is a journey. And I wouldn't say that I'm there yet. I mean, you know, who knows what's happening? You know, business, you, you never know what's going to happen next. But, um, you know, I feel like I've been through a lot of shit. I've come out the other end. There might be more shit, but still. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I want to ask you what happened. What was your, like, you know, what is this <laughs> scarcity time and dark times you're saying you're talking about? All right. Okay. So we need to go back way back. So second year of uni, I was like, what, 20? I met my first girlfriend and, and you know, a serious relationship. It went on for nine years. Mm -hmm. And during that period, you know, I finished uni, went to work, uh, but she eventually went back to Singapore. She was an overseas student. Mm. And, you know, I the only way that I could move there was through skilled migration. And what's the one thing that, well, two things that Singapore is famous for, logistics and banking. Mm -hmm. So I did an MBA so that I could immigrate there oh, or migrate wow. there. Wow, commitment. Uh, yeah, commitment. Jeez. Then she cheated on me. And then so oh that, that kind of <laughs> that kind of <laughs> that didn't, didn't go see, well. Didn't see that coming. Gosh. No one's well, actually, no. The writing was on the wall. It wasn't her first time. Oh, far out. <laughs> but oh, yeah, that God. that and, and and it gets better. I proposed. Oh, Daniel. <laughs> we were we were technically engaged in quotation marks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, after a month after that, like I remember that night, I traveled. I surprised her in Singapore. Mm. Uh, proposed. She said yes. Then gave me the footnotes. Like, hey, by the way, I've been seeing someone. I was like, oh, what okay. the? It's <laughs> like, oh, what? Good to, didn't know what to do. Good to know. <laughs> good to know. Yeah. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, couldn't okay. tell me before. Yeah. Jesus. Like, okay. 
Yeah. yeah. And so that 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 became the spiral that probably took two two so and a half years. So you called off to... the engagement. Yes. 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 yes, yes right. Yes, okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> Okay. I remember just going for a drive one day back when I was back and I was like, you Shit. know what, this is fucked. No, yeah. no way, I'm done. In fact, I remember, I remember. I was driving out in Windsor, was, I was just exploring, and then I remembered I did something nice for her, mm. I think. And then you know, typical of her, she she just didn't really say thank you. It was just, mm. and that really irked me. And so I was like, I'm done. No. <laughs> But oh, you know, you've fortunately, do- you've dodged, dodged a bullet. Oh, I, oh, dodged. I dodged a bullet. Yeah, and totally. It helped me become the person I needed to be to meet my now wife. Mm. I think even if we had met earlier, we we wouldn't be ready for each other. And, yeah. And so Aww. I ate enough shit so that by the time <laughs> she came along, I knew she was worth everything. Oh, that's so sweet! Wow. So that's my story. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And I chose SEO because. You know, back then I was still a wedding photographer and, you know, by then I was burnt out. I I, I hated weddings. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't really pulling my weight financially. Mm. And so I, I decided I think I need to go back into the workforce, earn a steady paycheck. Mm. Here's this person called James Norquay that I know from Facebook who runs an agency. Mm. Let's just cold email him. And, wow. And because of that, I got pay slips. We got to – go up to our eyeballs in mortgage debt. Yep. But hey, we've got yep. our own place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So did you know that you wanted to do SEO? No. When you God, Oh, okay. So just no. you wanted to do anything for James like Any yeah, anything. Like Right. Uh, I knew I didn't want to go back into allied health. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want feeling. to do social media. Yes. I just didn't know what I could do. Yeah. I'd had a lot of entrepreneurial transferable skills and experience mm-hmm. and I knew a little bit about SEO because I had to do stuff to my website, which yes. I then realized was all wrong. Yeah, that's, you know, as I said, it's a journey and it's, yeah. and I'm glad that I was, I've been privileged enough to be able to take away the lessons that I have. Yes, yes. I think it but definitely makes ex- you yeah. yeah, a better person. I think you know, you live you live and then you it becomes like a story to tell. Like you actually have a story, a backstory. It makes you the more interesting person, I think. Um Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thanks for sharing your story. Maybe I should interview you. <laughs> 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 and, and a big shout out to Kate Toon again. Like she is one of the yes. pioneers of women who said yes. F you to all the cis white male gatekeeping <laughs> SEO. Yes. And like yes. she's copped a lot she's of awesome. shit over the years. But mm. yes, she is, as you said, awesome. And her course is great. Mm. It is. It is. That's how I got started. So the first course I did, prior to that, I knew nothing about SEO. So her through her course, um, I it's pretty comprehensive like you learn pretty much everything um and then the, my first clients were from her as well um she referred me my first clients because she doesn't take SEO clients anymore she only teaches SEO so I'm extremely indebted to her like very grateful um to have people like that that help that help you that helped me perfect <laughs> mm. all right so I guess we're at the tail end of our conversation. Mm. Do you have any further insights to share to perhaps that person who's listening who may find themselves in your position a few years ago? What would you say to them? Um, I 
would say I would say listen to your inner voice. And that is something that I'm trying to practice as well. I mean, if something doesn't feel right, there's a reason why. And often um, I feel like, you know, it's easy to ignore that voice and just continue with what you're doing. And I think a lot of people do do that. I mean, people get stuck in jobs that they hate and I know lots of people who do that. Um, but there's other stuff out there. So there's a whole world out there. I mean, the right thing could be waiting for you around the corner. Um, yeah, I think that's that's what it is. And that's kept me going in my darkest times, like be, being able to, you know, realise that I finally found this thing that I that I had been looking for. Um, yeah, and I, I feel really lucky that I that I did find it in the end. <laughs> I'm very glad that you found it. Mm. Now, as a follow up to that, mm. how did you get through? Like, and this ties in with my previous question. Mm. On a daily basis, how, what allowed you to get through each day, even though it was, you know, every day it was anxiety loaded? When it was like really, when it was really bad, how did I get through mm. each day? Mm. Um, it was a struggle. It was a struggle. I, I remember like sitting in cafes a lot and just being blanked out because I was so anxious um, and not being able to function even. But I mean, I think. <laughs> Just not um, just being doing tiny bits at a time, like just doing just the smallest piece of work um, every day adds up to a lot in the end. Um, so in when I wasn't functional, like I, I have to, I'm still learning this now. Like try to be kind to yourself and not beat yourself up for not working hard enough because it doesn't it doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help. Um, if you need to rest, rest. But if you, you know, you can do, if you can do a tiny bit of work, it all adds up in the end. Um, and that's what I did at the start. Like I just did tiny pieces of work. Um, I might have read and answered one email. Um, yeah. Um, and then, you know, I built up from there and I got less and less anxious <laughs> and, yeah, eventually recovered. So, yeah, I think I think that's the key. Like, just do little bits at a time. It's the same with you know SEO is like that. <laughs> you do little bits, and it all adds up in the end. <laughs> Very well said. Thank you so much for sharing your story, Crystal. Thank you for leaning into your vulnerability. Uh, oh, thank it's, you. It's been a pleasure getting to know you, and I'm glad that we finally got to connect. <laughs> yeah. Even though. And here's the disclosure. I actually forgot about this recording and you had to <laughs> ping me to go, hey, did I get my dates wrong? No, it was actually, it was all my fault. I'm so uh, sorry. No, that's okay. That's okay. It is a Sunday. <laughs> all right, folks, that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in to Dreading Sundays and I'll catch you in episode eight with Jamar Ramos in the coming week. Until then, stay safe and curious. Bye.